Hey everybody, Dave Kurt here with Lake City Realty, coming at you live with another episode of Selling the Rock, your daily Sudbury real estate podcast. Today on the podcast, we've been giving a lot of thought internally amongst our team and amongst our office into what does the, the typical buyer out there look like, as well as what does a typical seller look like, um, but also just trying to get a lot more uh, analytical and advanced with our statistics. And we're looking at going a few days around, a few ways around gathering some of this information. But what I've done for today is I've, uh, I've reviewed some of the information that the National Association of Realtors in the U.S. puts out. And sure, there's quite a bit of differences between the U.S. marketplace and Canada marketplace, but there is some trends as well that we can see that there's some commonality between the two, uh, as well as I kind of put in some, uh, some local stats more into the characteristics of the home that are actually being purchased in the Sudbury marketplace. So I'm going to chat about those two things today, the characteristics of the home buyers, as well as the characteristics of the homes that they purchased. Um, we're going to do a few other podcasts tied to this series, but today these are what the two that we're going to touch on. So the first thing that jumps out, and this is from a U.S. statistic, is that a third of all buyers in the marketplace are first-time home buyers. This is a stat that's probably pretty accurate for Sudbury and for Canada as well. Uh, we see a ton of young people in the community that are either graduating college, university, or even you know moving back to Sudbury after uh, living down south in Ontario that are out there shopping for their first home. The reason that I think we see such a high percentage in Sudbury is uh, the affordability of our homes. I've done, and we've talked about it on earlier podcasts, but the fact that uh, our houses, you know, uh, our average price point being in the mid 200s and now the high 200s just after the last little bit of a bump, um, it's affordable. And if you're making, you know, as a combined income between two people that have just graduated and you're buying your first home together, if you're making $50,000 each, you're definitely qualifying for, you know, $300,000 plus. So it's easy to be a, mar a buyer in this marketplace. Uh, so interesting to see that a third of all buyers, this is actually the same uh, the percentage that was in two th the year before. So that, that percentage is staying uh, consistent and it'll be interesting to see if we can actually get and dive into those details for Sudbury and find out if that is a number that is staying consistent as well for our marketplace. The second part of the, the characteristics of the home buyers, uh, again, for, for the US, but probably pretty reliable for Sudbury as well, is the typical home buyer, the age of that person is 47 years old. So we, we take into account the people that are buying their first home, buying second step ups or buying third houses, but the, the average age of home purchasers are 47 years old, as well as they're saying medium household income is $93,000. It's it's uh it's not as relevant I think as the the the, the first time home buyer statistic, but we see that there's a big blend I think between people that are buying their first home and people that are buying yeah either their that that home that they've expanded upon and now they're ready for their their their, their family home or even buying that retirement home and a blend of those ages kind of combined to get that forty seven year old age. When we look at the median household income of $93,000, that's just above the average household income for Sudbury. So the, it, it kind of shows that we're in line with, uh, with the, the average uh, income figures, at least. So again, we can be making a average purchasing based on those numbers. They go into some of the, the specific details that 61% of the people buying are married couples, just under 20% are single females, and just under 10% are single males. I was actually pretty surprised to see that number that uh, single females were actually double what single males are in the marketplace. I think it has a little bit to do with, uh, you know, people going through more education. They're, they're becoming, uh, they're, they're, 
not settling and they're going for master's education and PhDs education afterwards. And then they're, they're not in a position where they say, I need to wait to buy a house when I have a couple, if it's a single female out there, they've got no problem to, uh, you know, to jump out and purchase their own home. And to the tune of 20% of people that are uh, in the marketplace are single females and 10% single males. The one thing that was pretty interesting, and this one is a stat that actually increased quite a bit year over year, is that 12% of the buyers bought a house for either a parent or older kids, uh, so that it was going to be a multi-generational home for multiple people that to be living in. This is a number that uh, it increased by about two percentage points for year over year in the US. And again, it'll be great to see if we can get some local information on Sudbury. But we are finding, and I'm seeing it more and more, that even young people my age, so people in their mid-30s, are buying a house. But they're also thinking about the thought process of, my parents are not getting any younger. They want to have a house that's accessible for the parents to be living with them so that they could be kind of looking after them. Uh, and you know, there is some, some small government grants here to the tune of about, uh, I think it's... 10 13 or 15 percent rebate up to ten thousand dollars of spending when you're modernizing or you're 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 changing a house that's going to accommodate an older parent at your home but even the idea that it, it could be older people that are buying a house with their their kids that are in their 20s and they've been to school and they're they need a place to come back to so that that's been on their mind and that's a number of buyers that are increasing in the marketplace people that are buying a home for multiple multiple generations of families to be living in it. I think that's going to be a trend that we probably see more and more of, especially with um, aging parents that are just going to continue uh, to, to, to like, they're not going to get younger, like we kind of commented earlier, but also the fact that house prices aren't getting cheaper and maybe some young people that aren't jumping out and buying their house on their own, they're not one of those 33% of first-time home buyers they they're going to need a place to stay and if if the opportunity is there for a parent to buy a house that's going to accommodate them and give them a few more years that's uh anecdotally we've been told that that's happening and i think that's what we're seeing uh, with this trend as well the number one reason people listed that they were buying was to own their own home the idea of owning something and be the idea of almost like a forced retirement savings plan was the number one reason that people buy. And I think that's, again, a stat that's going to be pretty realistic and pretty true to our local marketplace as well. So to go into the characteristics of the homes that are actually being purchased, I took a little bit of a blend of some U.S. stats and some local Sudbury Real Estate Board stats, and I'll kind of comment when I'm kind of jumping in between. But based on the U.S. statistics, 13% of all sales in the marketplace were new construction. That, that number I heard, and it was exceptionally high to me, and then I actually started to research the, the number of new construction sales on our marketplace in the, from last year, and that was 3%. But the important thing to note here is that most of the new builds that get sold and get uh, registered don't happen through our MLS system. They happen off-market. So we'd have to kind of reference this with the number of housing starts in Sudbury. And I think if you look at the number of housing starts, we're going to see something more towards the, the tune of maybe 9% of uh, the total sales are our new construction, which is again, closer to that 13% gap. So, you know, just under 10% of the, the new sales, be, the homes sold being new construction is a pretty, uh, pretty stagnant number to be looking at. And I think 
in the U.S., they kind of pulled uh, the buyers a little bit further, and they they said, "Why are you choosing to buy new construction?" And it was because of homeowners wanting to avoid renovations, specifically around plumbing, electrical, and uh, HVAC renovations, and they were just really looking for move-in ready. I think that's a, a trend we're seeing in Sudbury too, whether it's new construction or just the fact that they're looking for modern move-in ready homes. That's kind of one of the first, the, those are the, the most saleable homes that are in the marketplace today. So definitely the idea of whether it's new construction or whether it's a resale home, the idea of having something that's that's fully renovated or renovated and, and not uh, something, a project that the buyer has to take on is one of the major reasons that people are jumping on those houses. The people that were buying resale homes, the number one reason that they were looking for buying those resale homes as opposed to buying new construction was because of better perceived value. And I think the perception of value comes down to what are those new homes selling for versus what are they uh, like? What are the cost of buying that older home that maybe they could renovate? So a couple of interesting stats and some background to those stats in there as well. If we looked at locally in Sudbury based on the sales, and when I take a look at our sales, I do take out Manitoulin Island, I take out some of the surrounding, uh, is it Warren? I can take out some of the Albin, I take out some of the surrounding areas, but 90% of the, the total homes here that sold were detached homes, which is again, semi-detached and condos aren't the biggest uh, biggest kind of popular homes in our marketplace, but uh, but eight percent of the actual sales in the marketplace last year were semi-detached homes. And again, if we look at different pockets of New Sudbury, Middle um, Lake, there are quite a number of semis there. But the one that that jumped out to me the most is just over one percent of the total sales were condominiums. And this is going to be uh, Sudbury's on an island compared to other places for sure. We've known that Sudbury's not really a condo town, but the numbers are backing that up for sure. That 1.2% of the total sales in our marketplace were condos for 2019. One of the stats that comes from the U.S. was that typically buyers move no less than 15 miles between homes. And I think if you take out the outliers, like people that are moving across country or across town for new jobs, you're going to find that most of the buyers are moving uh, pretty close by and they're looking for homes that are located in the same neighborhood, whether it be school districts they're trying to keep or whether it being close to proximity to work or whatever the case may be. But it was an interesting stat that most of the, like if you're looking at the median of sales that happen in the marketplace, they're happening and they're moving not far away. They're moving in the same neighborhood or in the same community. Our average staff for Sudbury, and we've gone over this a few different times, but the average uh, sale price for 2019 was $297,306 is actually the, the exact figure. Um, but the one thing that I want to get involved with is actually looking at the average house size that sold in the marketplace for 2019. And when I think of a typical house in Sudbury, I'm thinking about like a thousand square foot brick bungalow. But so I, I said, what's the average, what's the number of sales that were less than a, like up to a thousand square feet in our marketplace? And only 23% of the homes that sold were up to like a thousand square feet or under. The next kind of uh, range I set was between 1,000 to 1,800 square feet. And that was a 63% of the homes, which is kind of that... It's a big family house without being like a big formal four bedroom, that kind of thing house. But but we definitely see 63% of the homes that sell between 1,000 and 1,800 square feet. That number jumps out to me um, massively where 
that's the number, like that's the most homes that are selling by far uh, in our marketplace. And then over 1,800 square feet accounted for 14% of the sales in our marketplace. And I think of a lot of my friends and family that are looking for their big family homes. They're looking for 2,000 square foot homes. They're looking for three or four bedroom homes. Those homes are typically over 1,800 square feet. So it's interesting to see that those are only accounting for 14% of the overall sales in the marketplace. A few other stats that I kind of thought would be um, off the charts a little bit, but I wanted to kind of do the digging on is uh, one of the number one things according to the US was that heating uh, and cooling, but heating is the most important environmental factor. And when buyers, especially locally in Sudbury are buying houses, we're dealing with buyers all the time that are saying, avoid electric heated homes. And 85% of the homes that sold in Sudbury last year were actually gas heat. That number is massive. That number was really, really, we know it's an impressive number because we know that majority of homes that are selling are gas heat, but to see it on paper that 85% of those, you know, just under 2000 sales were gas heat is, is a number that, that jumps out to me. 13% of the homes that sold were actually electric heat. Uh, so again, we know that if your house is electric heat, it's going to have a tougher time moving to the tune of only 13% of the total sales were, were electric heat. But if you do have electric heat, we can at least get the quotes or get the uh, do the due diligence and the research in terms of what it's going to cost. Not that you as a seller is going to do it, but that you know the, the next buyer might do it and, and have those uh, those costs up front so that we can kind of get over any any questions or answer, uh, have the answers available to them um, in terms of what what's going to be required to convert that house over to, uh, to forced air gas or to a gas boiler system or whatever it is. In Sudbury, uh, Sudbury Lake City Realty in the uh, city of lakes, uh, 6% of the total homes that sold in 2019 were uh, waterfront homes. Um, I don't know if that's, I think that uh, it will be interesting if I can look at that over the past of a trend to see if that's increasing or decreasing. But, uh, but 6% of that total, just under 2,000 sales were on the water. And the ones that it seems like it was a popular feature in the US was the number of houses selling that had garages and people wanted to have a garage with their home. And actually 57% of the homes that sold in Sudbury in 2019 had a, at least a, a single car garage, whether it's attached or detached. But 50, over over half of the homes that are selling have garages as well. So that's a little bit of a summary of the characteristics of the homes that are actually selling in the marketplace in 2019, as well as the, some of the characteristics of the buyers uh, that are out there shopping. So. Hopefully you can take that, uh, do a little bit of a due diligence with that and and see how that's going to affect your house or how uh, we can help leverage those statistics to to paint a good picture for when you are ready to list your house. And every house is different, like I said, but you know, to contact your local realtor and we're happy to show you how we can use these stats to paint a picture for your, your home when you're getting ready to sell. Until next time, guys, thanks for listening, sharing, rate, review, and uh, love to get the word out about Selling the Rock, our podcast, and uh, also I'd love to, to find out if there's anything you want me to chat about in the upcoming episodes. More than happy to do it. So until next time, see you later.